The view from where we sit is gorgeous Even if we don't fit inside your little portrait The big picture is enormous So we don't even have to fit We after it True purpose, yeah, we have to get We mastered it Reporting it live from back pew Discussing politics, the culture And laughing at you Cause you don't understand the viewpoint Don't mean you up by a few points You just ain't hip to these new joints We yawn The world says to follow they pitch We set the tone Then we knock it over the fence Oh yes, it's gone Them haters screaming loud from the bench They get the bat and try to copy technique But they miss the point that I mentioned earlier I see that you observing the way I strangle this beat Oh yeah, I'm a murderer Enough of me, let's get back to this gorgeous view I hope that you enjoyed the show Welcome to the Black Pew Is it mentally healthy for you or your partner? Actually, no, for, for you real. Or them, actually, no, it's for real. Because <laughs> like, if I'm not even like, if I'm not even at the point of like super exclusivity with you, mm-hmm. and I'm already dealing with the certain nuances of a of the ups and downs of a relationship, mm-hmm. that's how I know like. When it triggers me, I'm like, oh yeah, and I already, and I, I just to be, it's because I'm so vague uh, to be a little bit, uh, a little bit more detailed about it. Like, uh, I'll actually be more detailed about it. Okay, so I was dating, this, I was dating this girl, right? At the very beginning of us dating, she tells me her sister's coming in from out of town. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. So to me, it's like, and when I hear that. I mean, that means like the communication between us is gonna maybe a little vague uh-huh. because they're coming from out of town. That's where your focus should be, right? To mm-hmm. entertain, to take her out, yeah. to all the stuff, and you yeah, know. Yeah. So they and it's another sister's birthday. So uh, you know, I'm in my mind. I'm not expecting to hear a lot from you. Yeah. Acknowledgement one, a, a detail, the dialogue. No, okay. So. The day comes, whatever. They're kicking it. She hits me up. It's late night. Hey, I want you to come over here and meet her. I'm like, hey, well, Chase out. You're lucky because I've already went to sleep and I got to be up at four. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I can come over, but I'll let you know I can't stay like that. You mm-hmm. feel me? Because I got to go to work. Cool. So I go over. Now I'm getting ready to leave to go to work. You're throwing a little fit, whatever. I'm not with that. I got responsibilities, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm never going to risk my responsibility for no, you know, uh, yeah, cool. So I bounce. We still, you know, slow dialogue. Her sister still has not left yet. And the question comes to me, are you okay? And I, so I kind of knew what the, you, are you okay? was from yeah. the lack of dialogue. You shouldn't even be worried about me right now. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm not about to I'm not about to entertain that. Right? So I figure, hey. What this I'm is like, fine. This is I'm like not finna eleven to twelve o'clock. No, I mean, this is this is midday, but uh, okay. the next day, but chase out. We've had dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like I've done a matter of fact, I had a delivery right around the corner from your house. I told you that. You feel me? Like on my way there. Told you when I was there. we've had dialogue like that. So I'm not understanding. Why are you asking me? Am I okay? You supposed to still be in family mode. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I'm not about to deal with this right now. I'm at work, okay. 
Later on, I get the, you know, are you okay? Should I be worried? Because, you know, the <laughs> at that moment right there, I, I, I said, I, this is, we're brand new. So you guys aren't even together? No. Like, and, kind of talking? and it's like just, we, we probably a weekend, maybe. Jeez. That's, when people talk about they doing all that red flag challenge and stuff like that, that's the ultimate red flag to me. If I'm dealing with this now, mm-hmm. that's where my mind goes. If I'm dealing this na- dealing with this now, two years in, it's going to magnify. Because you who you are only magnifies when you become comfortable with being around who I am. True. And so I, yeah, I got to... Yeah, you shouldn't be dating. You got a self thing. You got. That's too much older, younger. She's she's younger than me, but she's too old to be dealing with this. Stuff, yeah. You, you in your thirties? Yeah, it's too much. Calm down. You in your thirties? Yeah. You in your thirties? You know better. That's what I was. We got asking, other, like, you know, you know, we better. got other stuff that we need to be worried about, other than chasing some tang or some wang. Like, let's be real. <laughs> let's get into it. Black Pew Podcast. We are. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. Uh, it's just, it was nice. It's three of us. Uh, we, of course, we had the call out of the light skin. We, we don't even. We don't even get the credit <laughs> for call out no more. Just, but hey, let's move. But we got a special guest on the show. State your name, gangster. Uh, Amber. Amber, is, Amber alert! Amber no, no, alert! No. Amber. She's a gangster from. Uh, she's the resident in in our building. She she be throwing up gang signs and one time I was here. Oh, you from right here? I, uh, yeah. And no at one no time. wonder why she looked familiar. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> no, I asked you a few times. I was smiling, wave. I was yeah. sure to acknowledge. I my, I didn't even you know I be clear. keep I be on my own because I know y'all be over on y'all grizzly. Y'all be having had a couple of shows over there like. Uh, my um, office mate, she's a model and a photographer, and yeah. so she does uh, like picture marathons that. over there. Um, okay. I had my book signing over there. Um, okay. We've done things like that. You're a oh, whole yeah. author. Yes, I have two books. What's up? And a model. Me and my sister started a makeup line. Okay. I, so she be busy. Okay. doing it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a life coach, so I have okay. clients and sessions and stuff over there too. Okay. You feel me? I might need a life coach. Let's go. I mean, listen. <laughs> After what you <laughs> told, <laughs> you might. I don't know about me. I know. I know some people. No, that's not. Hold on. Actually, to tell you the truth, I deal with that very well. You did? No, absolutely. So I don't think I. I think I've coached myself. I've matured in a certain area of my life because I want to be in a certain area of my life. So that's that's one that's the thing. But I, I also do know that I may need a little help getting to that ex, that next level. Mm-hmm. Right, you know what What's the title of your book? Um, so I have two. Is one is Silhouettes of Thoughts. It's poems, prayers, and exhortations on talking about how to get out of negative self talk and into positive self talk through yeah. prayer and meditation. And just kind of making sure you silence yourself, find out who you are. Um, I talk about some very personal events in my life um, and just kind of how writing and prayer and meditation kind of helped me get through it. So there's some poems in there. Um, the second book is To My Mother With Love. I am talking about grief and mourning. Um, we lost my mother to breast cancer last year. Sorry and so it's kind of just talking about my story and some stories I've pulled from some friends and how they got through their grief mm-hmm. and uh, the five steps of grief. And, how to kind of come through that, especially over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of death through a lot of different things. Not even just COVID, just there's two people on my timeline right now who are dealing with. Yeah, cancer. I lost my mom like what, uh, 2018? She had a stroke. Like it yeah. was crazy. 
And yeah. it's tough. Yeah. So then when you lose people of any age, it's yeah. especially those who are closest to you. So definitely, yeah. That's the bucks. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, and I brought them thirteen bucks a piece. Really? Yeah, they're in my trunk. You can get a hold of me at any time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the go. Do you? Uh, did you self-publish or did you go through like? I went through a small local publisher. I don't know if she's still here, but she was in Seattle when I found her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Life Chronicles uh, Publishing, um, because I. I mean, I was grieving. You know, my so even with the mm-hmm. first book, my mother, we were dealing with the chemo and the radiation, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the second book, we were grieving. And mm-hmm. so I wasn't trying to self-publish. Mm-hmm. So I shot her her change, and she uh, did all the hard work for me. I just had to write it and, you know, form it out and do all that. And mm-hmm. then she goes ahead and does the process. And so it went through. The publishing. book is in her trunk. <laughs> Got the cash app. All day. Amber Shanice. PayPal. <laughs> and t- and a ten and three ones, and if you got a ten and a five, she got two ones. And right oh. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, let's get into these topics because we've been holding on to this stuff for a couple weeks. Um, holding on, and you know, I've been just like a fire burning furnace. <laughs> First, we're gonna tackle this this Netflix and uh, this Chappelle. Chappelle, well, let's just call it the Netflix and Chappelle show because it's been a mess. Like, first he came out with the special, then the uh, employees were like, we're about to walk out. Then the employees were like, we're about to crash some of these meetings. And then the CEO released a statement defending Dave, and then they had a march. Defending both sides. Defending both sides. That's true. Yep. He's because yeah. let's be real. He's an advocate for both sides. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. in order for people to crash his his meeting, means that he employs. But there were employees on his side. Employees. And yeah. Not on his side. That's true. Mm-hmm. Regardless on what side they want to be on, and if they're mad, he still he had a place for them in his company. Mm-hmm. So. He, regardless on how they see it and the content that was given, he is an advocate for them. The, it, the, go ahead, keep going. No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying no. And then um, I just wanted to make sure that that would be the case because even though he's an advocate for Dave Chappelle, he's an advocate for their community as well. Yeah. And then Dave said, Dave responded with, what's it called? Uh, he just put out a video. He just it had a video. Five minutes. Oh, yeah, video? just five minutes. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was yeah. five minutes, and he explained, and it was very tasteful. And it, he was like, "If you," he was like, "I will." He was like, "I will." I'll meet with people who, if they, I want to hear what they have to say. He was like, "But I won't be summoned, mm-hmm. and we'll do it somewhere my choosing." And you have to watch the and special you, yeah. from beginning to end. Yep, I can and, take that. Yeah, because I think some people. Nobody watched it. I think they some well, you people. You can't watch it and then have I, an opinion I, on it. Like, I, wanted, I, wanted, to I want to. I want to. I want to. I want exactly. And I want to, to get it in its context. Mm-hmm. Well, so I did even further than that. So I went back mm-hmm. and I watched all of them in a row, and I was appalled because what people are so uproared at is nothing from the beginning of the to the end. I'm talking about nobody was safe. He made fun of everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about if you want to be mad about the transgender jokes, there was pussy jokes. There was all type of different type. Everybody was being made fun. Mexicans. Like, everybody was 
everybody was being made fun of. This wasn't this wasn't a specific a, it wasn't it wasn't specifically towards anybody. Now, when the cult in the last two, there's a reason why transgenders were highlighted. And it's because that it's at this moment that that is the only group that you can talk about and they can attack your freedom of speech right now. You say anything that they disagree with and you see what it happened, they become bullies. You know? They crash meetings. They tell they strip you of your right to speak and have an opinion. It may not be it, it, the thing is is if you look at something like Netflix, Netflix has such a range of a variety of content that there's there's stuff on there that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And guess what I don't what I do? I just don't watch it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's it. Yeah, and so it's to the point to where like people have seen that you can cancel something if you disagree with it and find it egregious, and everybody's so scared to say, you know what, that's that's not egregious to where because and and this will happen when Black Lives Matter because when people were saying Black Lives Matter and someone would say no, all lives matter. Guess what happened? The company was saying no. You know what, pimp, you're fired. Mm-hmm. You know, people say Black Lives Matter. Well, you know, I'm not with I'm not with Black Lives Matter. I'm not with. Guess what? You're fired because they knew that they knew that it was it was power in the black dollar. Say so like, you know what? We need them to keep them spending this money. Yeah. If they don't keep spending this money, we're out. So everybody put Black Lives Matter and Juneteenth and want to have you know watermelon and chicken. On. <laughs> it became a trend. It was, it was a hot topic. And, 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 and that's and so that's what that's where we're at right now. And because what people don't understand is what's strong, what's almost just as combative as the black dollar is the LGBTQ dollar. Yeah, yeah. And so now, and and see what Dave Chappelle was trying to make the point of is see when this was a war that black people were. The, the gay, black gays and the black trans were fighting on a nobody really heard the battle mm-hmm. because now because it's white men change wanting to change their gender and change their name and live this type of life and be on the forefront with it and make it acceptable now it's offensive when you talk about it yeah. but 16 years ago when he was saying these words nobody was canceling him and he was way more egregious with the way he spoke yeah and never once did they were they uh this uh that caused this uproar over some of the stuff he said about black people because he even said uh what was it we know that from the John Gruden situation yeah we, John the John Gruden situation showed up John Gruden goes out and says to it says about Demarius Smith he's lying through his his rubber, yeah. rubber lips <laughs> His Michelin tire lips. And the NFL says, oh, okay. All right. Go ahead, coach. It's cool. Come out with a press conference afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I wouldn't say the NFL said that. The Raiders said that. The Raiders, and the yeah. NFL said, oh, that's not enough? Okay. Well, he said, faggot. And he said, Trent. And he, he said, Oh, they're going to let the gay dude play and all that. And you start to talk like all this. And, and guess what happened? Oh, guess what, pimp? You ain't got a job no more. You got to go. Yeah. So you could talk. You could. Dave Chappelle said in one of his specials, 
when he talked about the boards of board of ethics when he did the Chappelle show. Oh yeah, that's a, that's what I was about to say. And he was and he did the show where he was using the word faggot, mm-hmm. and they said you cannot use that word. And he said, you know, but you guys let me say the word nigger with impunity. Yeah, yeah. And she said, so why can't I say that word? And she said, because Dave, because you're not a faggot. Yeah. And he said, but I, I'm not a nigger either. Yeah. Right. And they was like, uh. But, we're disagreeing with that. <laughs> People were saying it wasn't funny. I thought it was funny, but in reality, I didn't think it was also. I don't think always Dave Chappelle does everything to be funny. True. I think a lot of times he. This was an a, a, a level of activism. Mm-hmm. This was saying, you know what? You guys have attacked com- comedians too much. This is supposed to be the ultimate level of free speech. This is an American-made art form. There's nowhere else in the world that produces the amount of comedians that we produce. That is supposed to be the safe place. We all know it's jokes. If you can't go to a place that is designed for jokes, for us to laugh at the things that divide us, if you can't make, if we can't make that funny and use that as a thing to unite us, where else can we go? Mm-hmm. And that was that was what he, the statement that he was making, and and he made a great statement because guess what? It ain't going nowhere. Netflix ain't taking it down. True. And I think it was it was crazy the amount of because I've seen things like think pieces on some people were like, hey, it's not it's not what it's made out to be or it's more than it's made out to be. And what I saw was some people trying to equate it to like some people who were against it, equating it to directly to violence. That was happening. That that happens against people who are trans, and I was like, "No, you." I was like, "That's really hard stretch." Like, how do you get all of that from what he said, though? Yeah, like, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like, first of all, I said the joke was on character and on brand for what he does and what other com- you know uh, comedians do. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, well, I'll take it." But like you said, how do you get that? That's a stretch mm-hmm. to where you're now trying to equate it to this is how they're getting beat up and this is how they're true this is happening we know this is happening but this joke mm-hmm. is how it's starting all that mm-hmm. no that's happening because hate is hate mm-hmm. and people can be trash mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with what he said mm-hmm. i'm gonna need your think piece to well pull back a little bit it, it also makes me help it also lets me realize that they did not see the piece on daphne dorma and a lot of and they haven't followed him because that's not his first time talking about daphne but I don't because think they, this was his even in the special cared so in this special mm-hmm. he talks about daphne dorma as the deceased, but there's there's he's done like local comedy shows and there's clips of him talking about her as his friend mm-hmm. as she was <laughs> alive before all this start to happen. You feel me? Before he did the sticks and stones and all that, he was talking about when he actually started talking about her after he first met her. But I don't. I don't think they. I, I don't think they care. I. I, I Here's the thing. I think because she is now deceased, it's someone who they can say, well, they killed her. We don't care. Ex- exactly. We don't care about that that much because it's somebody who can't come out and say, hey, like, like, like she says before, it's somebody who can't come out and say, hey. But this wasn't this is for not, them. No, this no. was Dave proving a point. Yeah, no. So uh, Dave was proving a point to where he's saying is as soon as they disagree, 
they become so vi- they become so vital that they will hurt their own. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was saying. It's like a it's like a mouse caught in a trap. You know, people don't understand that a, a well, a rat caught in a trap will bite his own leg off to get, get out, out of the trap, it. yeah. And that's what they're doing. You know, all this all of the, the way the way that this is moving cuz now look if you look at the 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 old girl that you know the trans woman that's crashing the meeting guess what they're doing now they're digging up all her social media past and guess what she's now a homophobic racial all of this because of all the stuff she's done said in the past and tweeted on on Twitter and so that's what comes with you're you're becoming toxic to your own mu- movement True. because you couldn't just say he has the right to believe what he wants to believe even if he's wrong but the thing is is he was I became a better person watching that and you know how I feel about the LGBTQ community I when I watched that I I was like oh my god mm-hmm. like, it clicked to me like I I have somebody I work with mm-hmm. and I, I I've talked about it how I struggled with it because I, and, and this was di- his, his experience was different than mine because he knew the person after that. I had to watch a person transition mm-hmm. and that was a struggle to me. But when he said that in, 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 when Daphne said, I don't need you to understand me. I just need you to believe that I'm having a human experience. Mm-hmm. Light bulb. Yeah. You didn't watch it if you came out outraged. Yeah. I came out a better person. Yeah. And I. The, People watch to get mad. They don't watch for content. Yes. And I think that's yes. one of the most frustrating things about council culture and about social media, even for me sometimes. Like, you didn't catch the context mm-hmm. of anything that was said. Mm-hmm. You watch you watch a little 30 second clip. Yeah. So you can be mad with everybody else. Yeah. And uh, what I tell my friends, like, oh, Instagram thought I needed to know. And so you <laughs> went to your explore page. Instagram decided you needed to know. Yep. You read the highlights. And then you went ahead and got upset. Without context. Yep. And the context is what matters. Like I said, the before, what you needed, and then again, the after. Yep. So now everybody just hot. Not everybody, yep. And I think the part they got up, the part they got upset about was the turf. That was the part they got up, they got really upset about was someone's opinion no. on, on, a, on a subject. Opinion? No, no, I'm saying. Well, Jake A. Rollins said, gender is a fact. No, but I, I know what I'm saying is that how how he looks at it that's what they got upset about cuz he said that every that he said that every human being has to pass through the legs of a woman that's a fact yeah but I, they weren't upset about that but that that was his that that was his argument to true. it yeah his argument was saying oh oh and i get it yeah saying that transgender saying that transgender genitalia is like beyond beyond pussy or impossible <laughs> pussy like i get that that was but it, but th- that's what a punchline to a joke is. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, if we, he's made plenty of jokes about black people. He made plenty of jokes about everybody else, and nobody has gotten upset. And it, yes, jokes have. The Johnson some, and Johnson joke was nobody said. Oh, well, you know, he's 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 talking he's talking about the vaccine, and and black people have died from blood clots from the Johnson and Johnson. Nobody got a roar for that. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was just he, like he. He said his whole he, TV show was satire. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in the same, in the <laughs> same exact, in the same exact special, he said uh, he talked about the white lady talking about saying, "Shut up, bitch! If I kill you and put you in the truck, and ain't nobody around." 
Nobody's saying anything about that. Uh-huh. That's true. You know, and it's so many. It's so many other things that if you were so, if every, if some people were so such in an uproar that you could say, you know what, that was crossing a line. But that's what comedy is: is crossing a line. It's crossing a line. It's crossing a line that most people aren't able to cross. You know, and that's why your mind has to work like that. And I and I honestly think that's why I was able to see the art in it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was it is an art form. It, it it has to be tastefully and structurally done. I thought it was tastefully done. Yeah, I thought it was done very well. I thought he stayed in his role and who he was. He stayed tr- he stayed true to who he was. He was in his lane. But we all know, in the past five years. It, Dave Chappelle has been on a uh, on another plateau when it comes to doing this. True, he's not a comedian anymore. He's beyond that. Like, so we laugh at him. We just laugh at him being him now. Yeah. You know. But every time he speaks, he's trying to teach, and people are not getting that. Now. He's becoming an or- orator. He's di- he's Dick Gregory versus yeah. He's he's, he's Dick Gregory. Cause that's what Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory just got a little bit more too serious, a little too serious for us, and it, it wasn't funny no more. He he was just yeah. going in on folks. But Dave Chappelle has found that he said something that I thought was very great. He said, "It takes years to figure out how to play yourself." And he was saying his whole career, he would watch people, watch people like Tony Woods, mm-hmm. and he would watch them. He would pick things from them to make himself good, but it wasn't, it's not until after he walked away from the Chappelle show and he went to South Africa that he was able to find out who he was. So now when he does comedy, he does it as Dave Chappelle and it's nobody else, you know? And not as somebody else who looks like, looks like Dave Chappelle. It's amazing. Well, let's keep it moving. Uh, On this next topic, I had to put on, I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute um, because I've been seeing a lot of different stories about these school boards and these parents and these parents going nuts on yeah about about critical race theory about everything about like in Texas a lot of it is with the books Um, yeah a lot of it like like now it's like it went from CRT to now what uh, what are the books what, what what books are we are we um uh what books are we sheltering from uh, hiding from the kids or whatever or what what are these books saying and like if the books talk more about race uh should, we should get those off the uh, off the shelves too and it's, i think and you got these these parents who these PTAs basically now are political action committees yeah and um like what is it? Uh, a friend of mine in Michigan. She said the 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 school board was threat. Like they ever they've been threatening people. And I'm just I'm just the question is is like at what point do we like at what point do we say okay look you like you guys can have a say but y'all are threatening folks to not put in changes diversity and whatnot inclusion stuff like that. At what point do we say okay y'all went too far because the FBI is involved in some of these. And, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys heard my eyes roll. My bad. <laughs> Wait, I would say so. No, because the FBI is involved. And I'm just like, listen, facts are facts and truth is truth. So if we're going to teach, then we need to teach 
facts. We need to teach truth. Mm-hmm. What are you guys trying to omit? Yeah. And why? And what are we not trying to teach? And why? And why does it have to go to that magnitude? So facts are facts. Truth is truth. This is what happened. And now teach it. Teach it to where it makes sense for the age level. And then at this point, there's no real rectification. But at least teach it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Facts are facts. History is history. What are we omitting? Mm-hmm. And why? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So now the FBI and everybody else is involved, and I'm like, for what? Yeah. Like, this happened, and I'm sorry. It's a very, it's not a good past by no means, but at the same time, it still needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. And now we still need to teach, like you said, inclusion and diversity, and how do we, you know, how do we now coexist in classrooms and all that other fun stuff. But like, we still got, we still got to teach it. Yeah. Like we can't. I don't know. Yeah. Just to hear that it's gone that far, I'm like, y'all, that's so much. Well, because part of it is, is like, how can you? The problem is integration. That's the problem. The problem is integration. Because before integration, we had more black teachers. We had, like, we relied on, we relied on us to teach us. And when integration happened, we started to rely on them to teach us. Mm -hmm. And that becomes a problem because then they can write the history books and they can, because if you hear what what they're saying, the reason they don't want CRT in schools because they don't want little white kids to start to hate themselves. Yeah. Well, what about all the little black kids that already hate themselves? You, is that that's okay? Mm-hmm. You know. And what makes you really think that that's gonna that's what it's gonna be? What makes you think that it's going to hate themselves rather than it's going to make them maybe empower their counterparts to make them feel more included? And then. You know, you don't think that they have the ability to try to right the wrongs of the past, and that's the reason why everybody's the way that they are now. When we talk about any progression, and we could even take it a step back because this this is another reason why Dave Chappelle has been talking the way he's been talking. Because when we look at the progression of of black society, it has been so incremental, but at the same time, nothing ever happens unless there's a white person that wants to step up and say anything. Uh, you know, any 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 black person that get that becomes very outspoken or you know, they die. Let's be right. They take all our powerful black. We could talk. We can go from Black Panthers or Malcolm X to Martin Luther King, and and the list can go on and on and on. Now they don't even let us get to that level mm-hmm. because they're killing us before we can even become adults. And so it's it's now to the point to where we don't have black professionals that are being magnified and so school has not became an importance of ours because what they've had shown us and what's so funny is another thing what we censorship you they they have the the power to censor what goes on tv but when you see the itemized uh, when you see tv you see white professionals and the only black professionals you see are dribbling balls carrying balls are rapping about being drug dealers or drug addicts. That, and so that's what they magnify for us. When you see white people on TV, you see professionals, you see families, you see all that, time, and they magnify that for them. And so we have to get back to relying on ourselves. Because when we were relying on ourselves, we seen black professionals, we seen black families, mm-hmm. even on even in the media. Because who cares about what Bill Cosby did in his real life? But that's what he signified to us in the media. On TV. You know, mm-hmm. black. Well, I mean, you you had a household of 
a black doctor, a black lawyer. You, you, I mean, you had all kids going to college. You know, we don't. You didn't see that on TV. You know, and even then, all our shows were centered around family. Yeah, all the you know? sh- all the shows, and there were there was that generation of shows that all had positive messages. That all had college, college going, college going kids, college going kids, professionals. Family matters. The yep. father was a cop. Yep. You but, know, mother was a school teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, like let's, let's, we don't show that no more. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and so that that's a problem, and that's because we rely, we started to rely on somebody else to teach us what we needed to do to be better. We already know what we need to do to be better. We just need to start, need them to take their their foot off our throat. That's it. You know, let us breathe and let us be because we're we are the fabric of America. Mm-hmm. Without us, there wouldn't be what it, we look at today as America. True. So we know what we need to do. We just need the resources to be able to do it. And I think what well, I think that's the problem was, was that like with integration, it was like we were like, hey, it's separate but equal. But we're not. It's not equal. Then it was like, well, just throw them in there together. But we're still not equal. But we're <laughs> like, wait, hold on. You you threw us in a dirty pot, like together, like even the poor, even the the poor white kids, like okay, look, you threw the, like you threw these poor white kids over here with the poor black kids. You it ain't gonna, it, it's not gonna make a better situation. It's just gonna make poor, uneducated kids like you, you're not helping anybody, and you take the money out of the schools, and like I, I've never understood them taking money out of the schools that were that had lower scores and giving them to the schools that had better scores when it's like you clearly need to be doing something for check, check this out these that is kids me. yeah that's so backwards yeah how many other cultural schools do you see you go all over there's different type of cultural schools mm-hmm. upbringing for different type of cultures these they have their own little communities they have their own churches they have their own little schools so you can they can they can teach the way that they want to teach. We're the only ones that don't have that. We sure. had it, but we're the only ones that don't have that. We're the only ones that rely on the public school teacher system to teach our kids. You know, so we we look at what why the direction of why is the black community going in the direction that we can. And I hate to quote the man Umar I love him. I love him so much. Well, then you can say it. What did he say? You know what every black community needs, and they don't have a hospital. A hospital. Uh, what did he say? A hospital. Bank. For the, bank. Grocery store. And a school to teach. Oh, bank. Bank to. Yeah. School, yeah. School to teach the kids. Grocery store to feed them. <laughs> Hospital <laughs> But he Bishop Taiwan But he's right. But he he's right in the in that sense. And that's what makes it so good. Cause you just but like he's a kind man to get it. He But he's so right. That's the you mean tell you something? So, all right, when when Satan was talking to Jesus, right? And he told him he he was right. Cause if Jesus would have gave in, what? What he when he said you can when do, you get, I give you, you you bow down to me, I give you it all. Give you the king to the give you the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, he didn't say nothing false to him. He, he, he didn't say anything wrong. He could have turned the stones into bread. It was just a, it was just a scheme. 
Uh, yeah, you know, different from Dr. him, Dr. Umar Johnson. Let me tell you that right now. Man. Dr. Umar is an upstanding where, citizen. Where are the <laughs> Where are the school results? I want to see some grades. Is this Darcy? They send out report. They send out report cards. Oh man, are they what are they doing? They, what are they, they doing? Gotta, they gotta put the. They gotta. The, put they gotta the, put the H back in. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> They got to put Michigan pipes. They got to put. Well, yeah, the, I'm just saying, man. Gotta, he always got something. You don't have I, to like the messenger to take the message. No, part of he part says of good. He says good thing. I just don't like the fact. I think he. I think he prays too much on single women. I think he prays like too much on Is single he married? women. He married now, ain't he? He's oh yeah, he he. He's in a polyamorous relationship. He got <laughs> he got situations going on too. They just say he got a little situation. But whatever. So, you know, shout out to Dr. Umar. <laughs> <laughs> I love to pull away from the mic. I know, right? I know. <laughs> like, who, like, who was that? Who are you talking about? Dr. Umar Johnson. That one guy that was very dashiki and stuff like that. The extra from Black Panther. So let me you say, feel I love me? the memes, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. The memes? Nothing else from him. Let me tell you. They are the best. Oh, oh my goodness. Especially the one, uh, was it the different words? When the words be saying that, and his eyes are like this, like. I'd be laughing. What was it? What was the tribe from um, um, Black Panther that 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 challenged? What was they the tribe? Um, it was oh that no that's the ones from the uh, the Jab- what is it? Was it the Jabari tribe? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, he's he's one yeah. of them, but he didn't make the trip. They, they were like, you can't come. That's what Doctor Umar is one of them. He's not that bad. He would if he was you in know. Wakanda, he would have been. I don't know anybody who take twenty years to build a school. Okay, he been twenty years. He was like, oh, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. He chase out. If you are doing all that promoting and celebrities ain't and black celebrities ain't hopping on the bus, LeBron said school and he did it in like two weeks. You feel me? Yeah, but LeBron had money from like LeBron had I money. Hear that. LeBron had money from the school district because he didn't he didn't put all the money in. What, there. But that's what I'm trying to help you understand. If you can't get it done like that, that means you either burnt a lot of bridges. True. You know, or something, something's right not going on, like I said. Do you think his message was too pro-black? I don't care. If, I don't care if your message is too pro-black because you know what? If you really read the undertone of LeBron's message, it was pro-black too. True. That's fair. Because It's just Akron something that's Akron. going on with Dr. Umar and the relationships that he's built. That some people are saying, you know what? I don't know, bro. Can't put my I can't put my stock in that. Yeah, you know, because something's going, something's going on to where if he, if he becomes successful, successful in this, it's all about to hit the fan, and he's one of those ones. He got something in his closet that's gonna hit the fan if he blow up. Like what he doing right now is good enough because they already know. He doesn't have the attention of the whole black community. Half of us are in and half of us are out. If he was influential to get all of us, oh, they would let us know. Be, oh, yeah, yeah he yeah. got maybe babies yeah, and everything yeah. out there. Why? He got financial issues. Oh, yeah, and he done stole y'all money and all this. Watch. <laughs> yeah, okay? even though. Yeah, because they tried to do that against, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, um, they did to your girl in Black Lives Matter. Uh, Tamika. Uh, P- P- to Patrice Cullen or whatever. Yeah. Oh, they did do that. They yeah. did do that. Yeah. As they, soon as they said, whoa, whoa, she buying properties everywhere. Look, yeah. what, what's she doing with your money? Yeah. What's she doing with the money? And she came out, and this is what made her even look worse. 
I'm gonna tell you this would make her look this would make her look worse. She comes out, tries to defute it. And you know, oh, book deals, all this type of stuff. Okay, cool, got that. But how did you get that? Like, you wasn't that person and you already secured that. You secured that by going out and being an advocate for black folks. So in reality, anything that you've anything that you've accured by being under Black Lives Matter should be Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Not yours. Exactly. That's what you messed up at. And that's why she's no longer attached to them. If you do this research, she's no longer attached to them. She yeah. dropped out. Because it's uh it's nasty work. It's nasty work. And that's what happens. That's that's where uh, back to integration. That's what happened when we started to say, you know what? Every time we do something and we start to blow up, they tear it down. So we're gonna have to rely on them. We can't really do this without them. So we don't have to start doing our own thing, and we don't have to do it their way because we're on their land the, yeah. and not realizing that this is our land too. Mm-hmm. Because we, guess what? Everybody who's born here is American, and we have a long lineage of people born in this country just as much as they do. And if that's the case, this is just as much as our land as it is yours. Yep. That's true. Tell them that. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's what it is. A lot of times, it's like, yeah, tell them that. And I think, like, they be trying to they attack anybody who, like, that's like you're right when they when you say they don't really attack Umar because he he literally self destructs himself. But like people like um, walking time bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's his name? Uh, See what they did to Cosby. Hold on, let's be real. See what they did to Cosby. They had rape sitting on the on the cold case for the fifty years, and they tried to tie it to him. My man, it's not, people want to say, "Oh, they say it's a conspiracy because he was trying to." My man was trying to purchase uh, purchase a network. I don't know about that. He was. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. The, the reports are up. He was part of the financial group looking to purchase a network, but they didn't have they didn't have the pockets. They didn't have nearly you're telling enough. Me, you're telling me Bill Cosby don't have the clout or the money to be able to put in on a network? You need at least for NBC? You need at least. You're telling me Bill Cosby, if he didn't have him and a group of people, because if you realize how people are doing anything right now. Yeah, and ownership, yeah. Exactly. Who? Look at the Sounders. Yeah. Who, who bought that? Russell Wilson, Macklemore, Satya from Microsoft, and his like uh, Sierra, all them people, they all put in on the bag to get that. But they had pieces of, they had pieces, which is like, they had 10, 20 million dollar pieces. Bill Cosby has money. Bill Cosby, I won't say, I will not say that. We're talking about not just the money, but one of the most iconic black men in the industry. So if not just the money, but he has the cachet to pull enough people together. You telling me that Tyler Perry can't have his own production situation and Bill Cosby is not able to put in on a network? I don't. That's that's ridiculous to me to even think. I don't think he had enough. My man got, my man is making revenues off of movies before you was born. But I don't think he had enough money. It's for not, it, you talking about one person's no, money? But, but, but what I'm saying is that even with, even with, even with that, regardless it, on if he had the money or not, he was in the negotiations. 
So we don't. That doesn't. It doesn't matter on if you if you if you count his pockets or not. It doesn't matter. I don't. He was at the table. I don't think he was. I don't think there was. All the reports is he was at the table. I don't. What I, I didn't. I was Look looking. I did, and I don't. That they weren't. They weren't. There's many reports of it. They weren't substantiated. By who? I saw a bunch of them. It wasn't. By, it wasn't substantiated it wasn't, by who? There was a lot of news or new a lot a lot. A who deal, who didn't who a, who defeated it? A deal like that. A deal like that would take. Let's just go for instance. Let's just go for instance. One of the internet companies are billions and billions, billions of dollars. NBC is one of the four major networks. Which is why, which is why you would think that it's more reason why they wouldn't want somebody like that. It's NBC. It's NBC Universal. More reason to not. Because if you look at the whole situation, we all see, we all know it was a sham, right? Even if what he did is what he did, the way that they went about it was uh, was. I think you more, can say that, yeah. You can say the way they went about it, yeah. To even though if he got off, it was so character defaming that he can't he can't he can't make a move like that if he wanted to. Now I think it was more they were they were trying to embarrass him into going away but i don't think it was because he was a part of some deal to to get nbc because why would you that takes uh an enormous amount of money there's not enough groups unless it was literally half of wall street you trying have, to buy you have you, we, we're talking about the first black dude who was who was paraded up front with the white folks True. on TV. True. So you're telling me he don't got the cachet? You tripping, I don't bro. say he had the cachet, but so what is, the, so, there so was why no, can't he sit at the table? I don't say he couldn't sit at the table. I don't think there was a table to be sat. I don't think they were trying to why sit. Why is it even out there then? Because people were trying to make that, like that make some type of conspiracy of that was why they were trying to yeah, they were trying to say, oh, he was trying, and that's why they came after him. No, they came after him because they wanted to come after him because that was somebody who they could go. Like, oh, we got this deal. Like, oh, we we got this person who has some skeletons in his closet. And come to find out, we find out that there's a ton of skeletons there's a, there's a, in his closet. There's an article that I'm looking at from October 29th of 1992. Okay. Talking about Bill Cosby trying to buy NBC from General Electric. Uh huh. That's twenty something years. 30, oh, 30 some years ago. Mm-hmm. Stop, Trey. But there stop wasn't it. no. Stop it. There stop wasn't. It. Stop there, it. No. Stop it. There wasn't. You just no. said that there was no f- proof that he was even at the table. But what I'm saying You're talking is talking about that 30 years ago, he was I'm talking saying, about being at the table. What stop I'm it, saying Trey. is that no. Stop it, what I'm saying is stop is that it, there was no. Stop there was it. no meeting. Stop. Because that deal would have been. That deal would have. Been. That deal would have been in the news. That deal would have been in the news. What's next? That deal would have been in the news. Show me. You you went you went all the way to ninety two because you couldn't find nothing recent. No, no. What's funny is I actually seen the article. Go ahead and pull it up. But the reason I pulled that article from is because the article thirty years ago is even more even more validates my point. Because even if he didn't have the money, he was at the table. Because he was the top. Because he was the top earner. Because he was a top earner. Your point isn't proven because there was no Ah, there was no deal. ah, ah. What's next? There's it was no deal. What I'm saying though, you got you got if you good you don't prove it. You got there's you. You just proved that somebody said that he wanted to, but he didn't have he didn't have enough cash. 
didn't have enough cash. He still argue. don't have enough cash. <laughs> I started the argument saying he, he still don't have enough cash. I started the argument saying stop, stop 90, pocket checking the man. 92 I'm was the last he, year of Cosby show. I, All of a sudden, he want to run NBC. Come on, for real. Be for real. Come on now. Okay. He didn't make any more. He didn't make any more good stuff after '92. So you telling me Oprah? That's what. Hey, uh, uh, you are right, no. Hold on. You telling me Oprah didn't want to buy NBC? No, I'm saying Oprah could have her own. Oprah got her own network. She did her her own network, but that is not NBC, and it's a cable network. It doesn't matter. But we and we're talking about 30 years ago. So we're talking about 30 years ago. What NBC was worth is not what it's worth today. So you think it's worth less? It's substantially more. Exactly. You're just proving my, you're just digging a hole for yourself. It's cool. What's what going on next? What we got going on next? Go ahead. What you guys saying? I didn't look enough into it when it happened. I can't even, I'm not even gonna. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing all the stuff and I was like, mm, it just looked messy. So it, I didn't even touch those reports. So I'm gonna let y'all have that. Exactly. It wasn't even, he wasn't trying to, but they, they wanted to put it on it because they wanted to be one of those. He was trying to do this and he was trying to do that. And that's why they got him. Ain't no, they just got okay. him. Hold on. You want the proof? Okay. Go ahead. Go. I'll read the story for you. What's the news? The, where, the news what, outlet. What's the outlet? It's called the the media business. This is thirty years ago. So yeah. wait, hold on. No, I want you to bring up something from recent before his cases popped off. Hold on, I'm gonna go to the end of it too because sometimes when you go to the end, um, it'll tell you. And is that a credited source? It, if it's a credited source, and it is. All right, cool. All right. So what it's saying is. Where I go to the point. <laughs> All right. All right, hold on, hold on. So the deal didn't go through, but he tried. All right, so it was saying that Mr. Che, uh, the firm of a bunch of fucking uh, white dudes, uh, Buck, Nat, Webb, and Tyler, said they talked to the investment houses of Mr. Cosby becoming that he called one of the number of principals and such purposes. It's not likely that Bill will do a whole thing, would do the whole thing, which means that he had a financial group. Nor would, did you pause? No, no hold on. Nor would I consider it proven that he tried to. said it was likely, so at that time it was $4 billion that he offered, that they offered, but where was it, the, 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 the part? Okay. Norman, Norman Brokshaw, the chief executive of William Morris Agency and Mr. Cosby's personal agent for 30 years, confirmed yesterday that he discussed, and this was in 92, that he discussed Mr. Cosby's intention to make an offer to NBC with Robert C. Wright, the network's president. Mr. Brokhar said that he flew into New York last week expressly to meet with Mr. Wright. I told him Bill is definitely interested in buying NBC, and Mr. Wright eventually said that NBC is not for sale. Mm-hmm. For more than two years, NBC has been a subject for continuing rumors that it is for sale, yada, yada, yada. Mr. Brokaw said that him and Cosby had decided to fully pursue a deal for NBC. He added that Mr. Cosby had met with his lawyer, Herbert Chase, to discuss the details of, po- of the possible purchase. And then he goes on to that, to mm-hmm. the financial group. I said, that was 30 years ago, Trey. That was before. 30 years ago, that Trey. What was their most popular show 30 years ago? It doesn't matter. What I, well, no, what I'm saying I is, I don't care what whatever what 
See, what you're trying to do is redirect. No, I'm not trying to redirect. I'm not trying to redirect. Because every time I prove a point, I'm, you redirect it to a different, you, a different. You proved one no, point. You proved one no, point. No, you went from that they weren't even at the table to now I'm at the table. I'm now you're saying, like, what no. was a popular show? It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying the no, whole no, point was the, that they tried saying, to buy it and they were saying that it's not for sale. In and when we talk about General Electric, let's go deeper. When we talk about General Electric, we're not talking about just an electric company. We're talking about, we're talking about, Music industry. We're talking about okay. TV industry. We're talking about privatized prisons okay. at one point. So no, yes, they're not giving up one of their biggest forms of in, advertising. In '92, they were still before before. That's why. That's right. the whole. That's why the that's whole right. deal was for. That's why he said four billion dollars. Four billion dollars. Yeah, and it's probably like thirty billion dollars or something now today. Maybe it way more because look at when I say when I when I said when I exactly when I said about the shows, Cosby Show was the most popular show on NBC in '92. How many other shows have they had that were gigantic ever since '92? It doesn't matter. But do you, don't you think that if he would have purchased '92, that it one either he even if the Cosby Show stopped, if he was in control, he would have created a spinoff and created a, a platform for that to be an ongoing running thing. So they would have continuously made money off of it, if that's what you're saying. But regardless of the fact of it, I'm not talking about the strategics. I'm, I'm not, not talking about the words. I'm not talking about the words. None of that matters. Because that's not what I'm talking about. Because what, what I'm saying is, is regardless of if he was able to afford it or not, he was obviously in negotiations with them. And so there was something in there that he was doing that worried him enough <laughs> because that was saying that they were talking Talking a potential deal is something in there that worried them enough that said we can't give him this influence because what I'm trying to tell you is is the company that they're talking about General Electric is behind most of the influence that we get in the media and guess what they guess what the influence is the pipeline of prison so of course you're not going to give a black man no influence that has family shows that shows black professionals okay. that give that inspires black people to live in more than just him dope dealing. And athletes. Him buying NBC I'm does done. not have anything Next. to do with no. You, it you doesn't no, do this. No, this does uh, not make for good content. No, it doesn't right? because you're trying to say that him being in in charge of NBC is going to help him influence GE to get out of all this other stuff. No, that's not what not what it is. And later on. In 2012 or 13, when the first cases no, popped I'm not up, I'm saying it would give GE. What I'm saying is, it would give him power to influence. But that does, it wouldn't take away from GE's influence. But it would give him power to influence. It may take a little away from the influence because it would take part of the airways. But GE's big. What would they do? Just find another network. That's all they would have to do. But GE but doesn't reality, own them now. Oh, now they don't. Yeah, because they sold it to Universal. That's why it's NBC Universal. Now they don't. Exactly. But it, uh, and it, it, you don't know how much of it did they own. It, they may not gave up everything. They, they gave up enough. It doesn't. So which they mean they still have ownership. I'm pretty sure they do not own any part of that mo anymore. So what I'm saying me, is what, what I'm saying. You're telling me. You're telling me now, and this is where you're getting crazy with it. How? You're telling me that a company. Are you telling me a company? That base that that their job is to profit is going to back out of profiting. Profit from what? Prof from the network. From the network. So if they're profiting from a network, if they're involved in the profit shares of the network, 
if they have sales into it, even if they gave away mass control of it to Universal, you're telling me that they sold all their shares to NBC? Uh, you net- crazy. Network- networks do it all the time. That's right. the reason They're why. Not a network. That's, that's G- why General Electric is not a network. G- it's a company. Yes, it's, it's a, a company. Con- it's a conglomeration. Yes, but there's parts of it you want to sell off, just like Fox. You'll sell so off parts of it, not s- all of it. They didn't sell. Of course. Which means that they still have ownership in it. But there's certain share. things you cannot keep parts of when you sell it. Right. Just like with this Marvel. Just like we, we, right. we use this Marvel as Marvel, right. Marvel as example. Right. Marvel sold off right. parts of their business. Of course. Which, and, and when and and then still, oh hold on wait 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 when Marvel they, they when Marvel have, they still have a per, they still have an ownership to the they, part of no Marvel they Man. no that's why they couldn't do X Men movies that's why they couldn't do a lot of the Sony stuff the only no, reason why no 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 no, 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 no they you, just no not in. oh that's where you're wrong no. because now now they bought back all of the no. Fox they the got division, all of the no the division no, of Marvel no. that were doing the movies no no hold on the division of Marvel that were doing the movies can't use X Men right and they cannot use in, in, in any other thing no, as no, well. Not, this is where I'm going to prove you wrong. You're, but there's still a division of Marvel. No, no, there's still a division of Marvel that can make X-Men movies, right? No, they cannot without Marvel's We without Marvel's. Was X-Men's first class? X-Men, X-Men first class was That what? was under Fox. You're not getting the point. That is under Fox. And then the deal just recently in 2018 was that now they have all their movie properties so back. you that when X-Men first class came up, X-Men Marvel didn't first, go across the screen? What? You tell me Marvel didn't flash across the screen. That's ever- Marvel. The that's Marvel. The like big Marvel, big Marvel. Bro, you're not making any sense. Let's go. Let's yeah, that's on. what I'm saying. That's on. why. No, 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 no. Because you're, you're as, not, as long, you're as, your not name is, as, long as the name is on it, they have ownership of it. They me. do not have. They do not. That's why they sold Fox back. Go look up the thing. Go look up the thing. The MCU now has complete control over all of the X Men characters. They could not use any of the X Men characters in Iron Man, Hulk, Thor. Uh, the Avengers, none of them. That's why you didn't see any X-Men characters in those movies. That's why you only saw Spider-Man once Sony said, hey, we will do a deal with you since we the own the properties. Colossus is, not, Colossus. is the X-Men. You saw him in an X-Men movie. You didn't see him. So and, and X-Men not, was Fox. Not, and not he's Fox. He's Fox. He's Fox. They used the Marvel. They said Marvel. Hey, look, we want to set. We want to buy your, we want to own the titles, your X Men titles. So every character that's 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 that is connected to your X Men characters, every person, we can use, but you can't use them in a movie. Marvel said, "Okay, cool, because we about to go bankrupt, so we sold some of our stuff." That's why that's the only reason why they start using Iron Man and all them. That's the only reason why they start using Iron Man because they're like, "Hey, what we got left on the bench?" So what you're telling me is they sold some of their company, but they kept. Some of their company as well. They, yes. So what I'm trying to tell you is that General Electric, exactly, some of his company, and they don't have, they couldn't use it, they don't have it back. You can what, sell what, what stuff. You're trying to help, what I'm trying to help you understand is, is Marvel and General Electric are two different types of company. Uh huh. General Electric is the company behind the company. So General Electric, as if they when they were running NBC. They also have record labels that they were running. Okay. They also own prisons. Okay. They also own electric companies. So what I'm trying to say is they're the name behind the company. Okay. So even if Universal comes in and says, guess what? We're going to take over the lion's share yep. of everything. You guess who? No. No. 
Guess who's still sitting at the table? But they're not no, anymore. Stop they're it. not anymore. Stop they're it. not no, anymore. That's stop the reason it. why Fox stop can't it. use no, X Men no, characters tell anymore. Tell if you own ten percent of the company, you're still at the meeting. But you can't use anything from the meeting. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the power to influence. Forget all the. I don't care what they show on the TV, Trey. You're convoluted with the I'm media con- part of I'm it. Not, I'm not convoluted I don't care with anything. Guess what? When they talk about the direction of the company, okay, there's a board meeting, okay, that is all with the shareholders, okay, not anybody that's watching it saying, oh, I don't, I, I didn't want to see X Men with MCU because they don't own it. Not that. That's not what they're talking. That's not what I'm talking about. When they say you're this, talking no, about what behind I'm the scenes, about, yeah. this is what these are the type of shows that we we want NBC to show. Okay, this is the type of this is the direction that we want to go. Even if General Electric does not own 50% of their, if they own 22%, they're still at that meeting saying, okay. okay, guess what? Giving their input as well, too. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You're taking it left. No, and I'm, I'm not you, taking you, it left. I'm st- you're, you're trying to make the case that why they didn't want him in the boardroom. Of course, they didn't want him in the boardroom, period. But it's not. it wasn't some grand scheme to get him out as to why this big so case came up. So did they want him in the boardroom, or did they did, did they want him in the boardroom? He because he could have bought a different network. He could have got something else. He could have got Fox. But obviously, he went after NBC for a reason. And then now he couldn't get NBC in the two thousands. So um, obviously, he understood in ninety two. No, obviously, he understood the power structure. You're no, right. You're right. In ninety two, the power structure, and he understood who had the power at that time. So what he was trying to do was relinquish that from who had the influence at that time through those airways. Obviously, it ended up negative for him. That's all people are saying. I'm not saying that that's a direct blowback, but I am saying it is funny. That he can go at the powers that be, and all of a sudden, thirty years, forty years later, all these chicks are saying that when all this stuff was in, and when all when the sex revolution was going on, and everybody was doing drugs, and a known married man, you're showing up at his room having sexual relations with him, and now thirty years later, it's all that's all I'm saying. It's a coincidence. That's True. all I'm saying. That's fair. And now, okay, now you agree with that, and that's all I started with. You took us all down this rabbit hole. No, but I'm saying you took us all down. No, you took us down this rabbit I didn't, hole. I think because NBC, that, to me, even proved to you can that be a, first it, can it be wasn't. A coincidence. First, no, first it was he wasn't at the table. It, then I proved to you he was at the ni- table. But okay, ninety two. Come on, no. We, well, I never said he had the money. No. Then it was like I told you it was a financial. Come on, nine, and I proved but that you, too. you proved you proved the ninety two part. The ninety two part. The ninety two. You proved it. 92 part. You, you were like, oh, he was. Oh no, he was. He What's was, my man's name that do the gospel? Jonathan. What's his name? He do the circle song. Uh, yeah, you Jonathan McReynolds. You Jonathan McReynolds. <laughs> you Jonathan McReynolds. You got us going this cycle. No, that was no. You got to go in cycles. What, cycles. One thing is cycles. not the other. You talking about, oh, yeah, the t- man, that's 92. Get out of here. Man, they, they weren't worth nothing. What are you talking about? They was ready to. We were celebrating after OJ and all that around, around that time. No, what, 93 came. What was it, 93? Was that 90? No, that was 94. 94? It's 94. No, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was right shortly after that was OJ. That's true. Ronnie King was right before that. Ronnie King was, I thought that Ronnie King was 89. 89. Right before that, you know. But next topic, man. <laughs> next topic. <laughs> okay, next topic is uh, relationship goals versus relationships. Trash. 
Whoa, relationship <laughs> goals. I think relationship goals are stupid. Correct. I agree. <laughs> but we're going to let her, since we talk so much, we're going to let her go. <laughs> yeah. Nah, y'all are fine. Um, I call this spades talk. Yeah. When, the, when the black man gets to holler and I just sit and watch. And, oh, you, you guys are great. You know how many people tell me that they enjoy the, the yelling between me and you? Uh, <laughs> oh, that was great. So I told him I wanted to vet the podcast before I came yeah, out. She, yeah. So I was listening to some of the stuff. I was like, are you I'm sure, Amber? No, I was like, I'm sure. Let's go. <laughs> I enjoy it. I said, I might not say a whole bunch about it, but it's fun to me. Um, no, but I think relationship goals are trash. I'm sorry, too far away. He'll tell you. Get closer. <laughs> I feel like relationship goals are trash because um, you never know what people are dealing with with, the, with their behind the scenes. Look at the stuff with Jada and Will. Mm-hmm. Two, three, um, Four or five years ago, they were relationship goals, and he was, you know, they were doing the the memes with the pose of him, you know, at the red carpet with her and all the stuff. And then we later find out, oh, they have an open marriage. That's cool for them. And then all the, you know, August comes out, yeah, and I then all, all this stuff comes that. out. Well, well, yeah, but you know, all this stuff comes out, and I'm like, so this 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 is your king. This is your relationship goal, <laughs> well, and not even just them, but this other stuff. I'm like, but you never know what people are well, so, dealing with. So I do. I looked at that a little differently than mm-hmm. a lot of other people looked at it because I think that we don't get the chronological timeline okay. of how everything worked. I'll and take so, it. There was one thing that, that Will Will said that was very important. He came from uh, his family. He came from an, his mom was in an abusive relationship growing mm-hmm. up. So, um, so being supportive of his wife was very very important to him. Makes sense. And she came from a a, a background to where relationship relationships it, it wasn't the, the the structure of a relationship wasn't as important. Right. And so he kind of went along with the ride of the open relationship thing. I think at the time that we caught them with the meme and stuff like mm-hmm. that, they had already been through the August stuff. They had already been through right. all that. Well, we didn't and they, know that. Exactly. And so when we're so calling them relationship like, goals yeah, and then this us, stuff yeah. comes yeah. out mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, hold up. And that's why but not my relationship, yeah. <laughs> but in your relationship. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I think it's trash because, yeah. like you said, Though some of us may have known that, I didn't know all that stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So then all this shit hits the fan. Uh, all this stuff hits the fan. I don't know. Can we cuss here? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so now all this shit hits the fan. And we're like, oh. Well, some of us didn't know yeah. that. And yeah. that's why another reason why I think that they're, well, they're there was Because the you just jokes. never know. Yeah. There's always the jokes that they had an open marriage. Right. But I, it wasn't, it, I didn't look at it until the August thing happened. Right. And then I kind of like went back and I and I listened. I started to listen to him more about like him talking about it. And that's when I realized like you know he was just trying to be supportive of his wife and give right. her the safe safe space to be who she was. And it backfired on him. Right. And and then even in the backfire, they've they've been on this I guess this journey to reclaim their marriage and so i think that's what we're seeing so when people say relationship goals they see the the will and jada reclaiming the relationship will and jada that we all we all adored when they became the couple that they became versus and 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 from us we get a convoluted view we get the fairy tale version of celebrity marriages and stuff like that i mean because we got the jay-z and beyonce lemonade you know and and when that came out, and you know, Beyonce was, you know, if you like it, tell him to put a ring on it. And then next right. to you know, she's, you know, to saying that he been up. with Becky with right. the good hair and Smashing stuff like cars that. And you know, we like and letting salons go ape, ape, ape shit on them in elevators, you know. And I mean, you know, 
I'm just saying. Ray Rice could get – he can get kicked out of the NFL, but we didn't do nothing to Solange when she did that. I don't care what he did. We didn't do that. <laughs> Solange didn't get no blowback. We cheered on Solange when she did that. Ray, Ross, Ray Rice lost his football career. I don't think Ray Rice should have had a football career after what he did. True. Because right, he knocked think, that girl out. Like, she might have hit him, but he knocked that he girl out. Her. I just want to be clear. It's still yeah. October 31st, Domestic Violence Month. I just want to make fold, clear. I'm not cool with her that. like laundry. She but, like, you know, the double standards is, you know. But anyway, I mean, um, but we I get think that. also the them looking a certain way, it was always like, oh, like be the picture of a couple, like be be the, like they're this picture of couple and they're this picture of like happy couples when they're out in public and oh, they're the picture of this and that. He's working hard and she's working hard and she's working with her mom and then it comes fine. Then it comes we were like, yo, I, I think it shattered a lot of people like. I think it was more for some people. It was like, "Dang, so I actually got to do the work." Like, I actually have to like, okay. I actually, yeah, we actually have to have a like a something healthy versus like we can't just look. And I think a lot of people can't knew just take it. Pictures? Yeah, exactly. Well, well, no, people already know that. Yeah, but right. I think a lot of people were just well, like Instagram is is exactly that highlight reel. Yeah, you know, and of everybody's life, you feel me? They don't show that the argument after the picture. Or the argument right before the picture. Yeah. That's it. And that's why it's, and that's why they're trash. Yeah. Because you just kind of, you never know. So um, I listen to Kevin and Melissa Fredericks mm-hmm. often. Yeah. I, um, I, I love, love them. The love hour. They, yeah, yeah. Because I like they that are one. so transparent with the no, we did just get into a fight. Mm-hmm. Or no, we did just, <laughs> I had went to one of the shows one time. I was like, no, no, actually, she did piss me off. We were there. <laughs> and vice versa. Kevin. Kevin. Uh, uh, Kevin Sage. Uh, oh. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I do appreciate um, is because they show you that stuff in a lot of these other couples aren't less than until we get eliminated and then it's like man but i was looking at y'all mm-hmm. but no you guys actually we have to actually do the work at home mm-hmm. because i want you to be my best friend and yes. so because i want you to be my best friend i can't look at their highlight reel we have to create our own the tears and everything but else. it started before social media mm-hmm. uh, and right. I, I want people to Absolutely. understand that like disney you know t media all that right. like the tv they they magnified the fairy tale like you know, we wanted to have the butterflies in our stomach, right. and we wanted to be in the Cinderella situations and the Prince Charmings and Snow White and whoever dude came. I don't remember. He's <laughs> a white stuff. I don't, I don't remember. I, was it Prince? Was it somebody Prince Charming? Saved her. Snow White. Yeah, Charming. I think it was Prince, Prince Charming. Prince Charming was getting it from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he had names, but you know? I don't think I don't Barry think that was. I don't think he had a name. But yeah, but whatever. You know, and all that. You know, I mean, even Shrek and Fiona. You feel me? It was like, I mean, even to that, there was. Like, Isn't hey, that our know. fault as families then? Because no, no. Of, well, if, let's, let's, let's I'm get that get to that because see, we didn't have the time. Like so, there's there becomes this point to where you know we didn't have the luxury and the time because at black families were under attack. So you know we had this era to where fathers weren't at in homes because right. either they were gone or in prison or dead. And mom was working, so she didn't have the ability to monitor everything. That, so the TV was the safe haven because mm-hmm. I knew at least if they was at the TV, they was in the home. They wasn't out in the streets running. And, and, and so it was cool for us to watch the TV, you know, and, and and eventually listen to music. They couldn't monitor everything that we did. Right. And so with that being said, that's what raised us, you know, 
we we went to the movies to go see the the Little Mermaid and 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 you know Sleeping Beauty and 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 Beauty and the Beast and all that and and what it eventually did was it conditioned us to only go after the the fairy tale version of relationships but we never you never they didn't show you what happened to Pocahontas and John Smith after they fell in love or what happened to Cinderella and Prince Charming after they fell in love they didn't mm-hmm. show you what it looked like I mean Shrek tried to show you that but you may tell you what was the funny part about Shrek was they always showed him and Fiona Fiona falling back in love with each other yeah mm-hmm. And so, if if anything, that was the closest thing to uh, putting work into relationship that they showed, but it still had this fairy tale aspect to it, to where people wanted that. And so, then when we couldn't look at at cartoons that way, we were then we had the media, you know, you the rappers, you know, you got your Cardi B's and Offset, you know, and you got Sweetie and and then uh, uh, Quavo and and and. You got Jay-Z and Beyonce, and, 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 and that's what we start to look to because, you know, I mean, Megan and Prince Charles ain't nothing like us, you know? True. So who look like us that have relationships that we admire? Right. You know, Will and Jada. Mm-hmm. And so we, we start to admire, and then we want it to look like that. So Brad social Pitt media and, comes Brad out. Brad Pitt and, and Jennifer Anderson. I don't know about that, but, <laughs> you know? They don't look like us either. No, but, 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 and, and so that's the thing. You know, but they, I mean, that's some real love, though. I ain't going to like, come on. Yeah. You telling me that that was your girl. You feel me? You leave her for Angelina Jolie. How yeah. kids. Y'all have 20,000 kids. And then you say, I'm going to leave Jennifer jo- uh, Angelina Jolie. And guess what, Jennifer? I'm coming back. <laughs> like, that's some real love right there. And she went back. Dumb self, I'm gonna tell you, you all them kids, <laughs> but, that woman goes. But it's Brad, yeah. But it's Brad Pitt though, like yeah, it's Brad too Pitt. much clout. I don't think he's all that good looking. It's Brad, like you know, I found out he don't have to be good looking. I he mean, just okay. have to have straight, long hair, and his hairline ain't receding. He can grow a goatee. I'll let you have it. You feel me? <laughs> that's all it takes. And that's all it takes. You feel me? I mean, not let Channing Tatum go bald and stop being able to grow a goatee, and she's gonna be right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, no, back to the TV Raising the kids for the relationships No, I hear that So we've been fed this overly romanticized version of love Which just isn't real Now, I I grew up with my parents in the home Mm -hmm. And so um, I got to see all of, you know, 32 years Of all of the ups and downs and the fighting And, you know, and they tried to not fight in the house Mm -hmm. But we knew what they were doing when they were going to the car You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We we knew what was going on I was like, no, I fell asleep on the couch watching TV Mm, Okay, I believe you My parents would drive to the marina Yeah, Yeah. like, so when I hear this stuff, I'm like, y'all see these highlight reels and just fall in love with this overly romanticized version of love, not really knowing love in its capacity, and then not really knowing health in its capacity, and Mm -hmm. why being a healthy, complete self can now help you be a healthy, complete partner. It, man. Which allows you to recognize it when people aren't being healthy. Correct. Um, And so it's like, (laughs) but so now how do we fix that? We have to fix the family structure. You know what I mean? So now how do you fix that? You have to get them... Because watching that stuff on TV isn't a bad thing. So, the issue is it's now bad without context. And so first how you fix it is, is it's an internal thing. Yes, absolutely. It starts internal first. And so you have to prepare yourself and put yourself in. I, uh, my chosen mother, she's a prophetess. Mm-hmm. And she told me when I told her, you know, in my older years that I want to eventually be, you know, 
I, we talked about this. We talked about one day. Y'all said I'm closer to being married than I think, but I don't think so. But anyway, I told her one day I would eventually be a husband, and you know, and she was like, so she took me through this whole, the whole biblical process of, you know, how a man picked a wife and the whole ceremony and all that. And I was like, that's crazy. Like I ain't talking about all that. But she was saying <laughs> why she was telling me was that she was like, see what you have first have to do is position yourself. Absolutely. You know, and a lot of people aren't willing to position themselves, so they put themselves on unstable ground, and then they enter into relationships or marriage and things of that nature. She, she said, "What you have to do is first you have to, and it's not necessarily saying you have to go out and own your own house or you have to do all these, but you have to put in the 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 emotional work mm-hmm. to put to make yourself." even available to be in that situation and so it does start with self first and then once you do once you and that person do find each other you do something like uh melissa and and kev do you know you normalize what real relationship looks like like. Mm -hmm. you know yeah i might be somebody with influence i might be somebody with clout but i'm going to normalize what a natural relationship looks like you're not only going to see what the good part and even if we are smiling and happy right now we're going to explain how we got to this point from the rocky point yeah i I think a lot of churches uh mishandle that i agree um because they only talk about the highlights of being a christian and the only time they want to talk about well the only time they want to talk about the low lights of being a christian is when it involves you yeah and not there's not very many people that are standing in leadership at the churches and saying, now I, 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 I and, and Pastor, Pastor Francois, I know you be listening. Mm-hmm. If you hear it, I'm not talking about you because I know you do it. But, you know, my pastor would say, you know, me and my wife just got into an argument yeah. on the way to the church, <laughs> right. you know, and you could tell. You And it got to the point to where he would tell us to where you knew when it happened mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they would walk in and there would be times that they sat together. Yeah. Or they, they split as soon as they hit that door. But there's also danger in that because, um, yes, you should be able to show your congregants, you know, the negative part too. But I remember being in situations where the wives were overly sharing how negative things were almost making marriage look bad oh. and so it scared some of the young women into wanting to get married and so it does take a balance because what i don't because well i'm just trying to be real and i'm just trying to let you know that marriage isn't that right right, right. but now you've casted this very negative version of not just your husband but a very negative version of marriage mm-hmm. instead and so thankfully because i came you know from 32 years and then my grandparents off well, i have yeah. both of my grandparents before my opa died on my mom's side mm-hmm. so i've seen marriage so i'm like i'm not going to let you shade me but all these other little girls underneath me who don't know any better, you now have marriage looking bad. You now have your husband looking bad. You now have you looking bad. Because within sharing, you've not just overshared. You've overshared with the context. Well, I'm trying to keep it real. You didn't share no. enough. And, you didn't and there, share has to be a, there, does, there does have to be a balance with how you share. I think there, it just has to be a normal. Because, see, I, we're at this point in relationships to where it's like everybody expects it to be the honeymoon stage for the entirety mm-hmm. of the relationship. And as soon as diversity comes into the relationship, people are ready to call it quits. Oh, yeah. Well, we live in a generation where instant. Microwave. Well, yeah, instant, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, instant gratification. Instant gratification. And, and so because that is the era that we live in, we do have to normalize like, hey, you know, we argue. You know, we don't see eye to eye on everything, but 
the foundation of marriage helps us at least come to a common ground to where we can I can sit here and smile with her and it be genuine and I'm not faking yeah. the funk. And right? we and you if know? we disagree, we can communicate. We learn we, our and, avenues of career. We yeah. can separate and then I'm gonna let her cool off and do her thing. But we know how we know when to come together and discuss it and and get through that. And I think that that's what healthy relationships do. And I don't think that we we have trained. Uh, enough of our generation to be able to have the tools to walk through healthy relationships. We're not selfless enough because that takes intentionality yeah. because now I need to learn you. Yeah. I need to learn how you communicate. Definitely. I need to learn how you argue. I need to learn how you get, I need to learn your spades talk. I need to learn yeah. how you engage yeah. with him. Yeah. I need to now learn how you engage with your mother mm -hmm. and your father. Mm -hmm. How do you engage in conflict period? Because once I've learned you and your communication style, now I can properly communicate with you yeah. physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. But if I'm not intentional with learning you, then of course everything you say is going to offend me or piss me off or send me through the roof. And if you're not intentional with learning me, even my silence can sound like an attack yeah. when in all actuality, no, I'm taking something really introverted. So I take a second, mm -hmm. let me come up with some words, but I'm going to give them to you. Just give me a second to like, <laughs> I got to taste I them put first. put it together. Yeah. Because if I just let it fly. You're going to be mad. Yeah. Um, and so if I learned you enough, now we can properly communicate. And most people aren't selfless enough to be that intentional with the way they move. Definitely. And so, uh, you know, love language is such a trigger word, but did you take the time to learn his yeah. or only yours so you can teach him how to love you? Mm -hmm. Instead, in relationships, it's supposed to be reciprocal. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to teach you how to love me. I need to teach myself how to love you, and you mm -hmm. need to be intentional of learning how to love me. Mm -hmm. And between the two of us being selfless, we can do it. Mm -hmm. But we live in a generation that is so stuck on survival mode that we're not selfless enough to even get that far. Yep. Said, or uh, even, uh, like you were saying, we got to heal ourselves to be healthy we don't take enough time we do the surface the surface healing and so we never get fully whole and so then we don't know how to love again at its full capacity mm -hmm. we don't know how to be intentional with what we're doing and how we're doing it and so then we're here with this false sense of health and we're here with this false sense of selflessness and then we're here with this false sense of security and we jump into these relationships and i want to know whether they're not working yeah. because both of you guys are on this high horse so nobody took the time to really do the work and there's well plus also there's also you running the Popeyes trying to get some thotty sauce <laughs> <laughs> well and also if we want to bail there's somebody that will bail with us there's somebody that we can bail to there's somebody who uh oh i understand she's a horrible person uh they'll they'll listen to everything you're you're a great person you're you're this and you're that instead of you you coming back and saying hey i might have been wrong for that right. or i'm i might need to work on some things to uh, because that situation maybe wasn't that instead of going to somebody else right for for what you need instead of with your partner right and being like hey i might have been wrong and i'm sorry is that it said a lot of people a lot of a lot of times you like you know what though I ain't gonna lie and I'm gonna be honest I'm at this point in my life where I got so tired of being the dude that got to say I'm wrong mm -hmm. like I've done that so much like my all my relationships based off of it wasn't gonna work unless I came back and said I was the wrong one like when are you gonna be accountable for what you do that's mm -hmm. the wrong chick there you know well well, well but my, this is the thing though and that we're talking about this generation at hand and it's a lot more of that going on Absolutely. of women trying to make men just be accountable of that direction of the relationship where it takes two to navigate Absolutely. this thing mm -hmm. you know I, I yeah i may be wrong and i may make my missteps but i'm not the only one that make missteps right. you know and so 
Um, and I, and and so like I, I could talk one of my the last relationships that I was in that was our whole thing It's like you know what I'm not always gonna be the one that is a funky situation unless I come to you and apologize like that's not the way it is because you're gonna realize that in my pridefulness as a man and my stubbornness as a man eventually I'm gonna stop coming to apologize because eventually it's gonna be like you know what you don't even recognize what you do to me mm-hmm. and if it's that serious. Then I and that's the reason why I walked away from the relationship because this can't be a one sided. Mm-hmm. I can't always continue to feel like I'm the bad person. Like this is this is downfalling. This is falling because of me because it's not because I know that I make effort. So if that's the case, like and 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 that's where a lot of these relationships are failing. Men are becoming less and less intentional with how they date. Men are becoming less and less accountable for their relationships because, one, women outnumber us. So we can say, you know what? Check this out. If you ain't going to fall in line, I'm going to find one that will. Yeah, true. You know? And so Mm -hmm. that's – it's it's. I don't want to put it just on one side because it's a two-sided thing, but – we always say we're the men that's gonna step up. We're the women that's gonna step up. I agree. No, uh, it's it's common for women to lack accountability, and and I hate it sometimes because we we for whatever reason the woman's always right or happy happy wife happy life. I'm mm-hmm. like that's not true because y'all be effing up too. <laughs> and and the fact that this is it and, and not that you know men are completely innocent in this, but at the same time like you're not always right. Mm-hmm. I need you to apologize too sometimes. I, I need you. I need you to serve him sometimes too. I need you to do the things that he needs to do sometimes too. Because the fact that you can say this is repetitive, that's not okay. I need to be able to say, no, I was wrong this time, or you know what, this time it was you. But when it is me, mm-hmm. please understand, I'm gonna stand up and be like, no, that was my fault. I started that. I did that. I was tripping. And it, but again, that takes a, a level of intentionality in your healing because mm-hmm. you have to be able to not be prideful enough to say, you know what, my fault. Good looking. You are right. And not enough people are willing to do that, and it's, and that's how we build healthy relationships. We have to build healthy selves to that. build healthy relationships. And instead, apologize. Um, I do a segment on my channel, um, Monday is for writing. I did a whole four week series on accountability, talking about no apologizing, uh, telling people where you're at, how you're doing things. Um, I was talking about relationships and platonic and romantic, about how you're supposed to be able to give room for safety. You need to be able to feel safe coming to me. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to feel safe coming to you, knowing that if I apologize, you're not going to throw it in my face two weeks later, or that if you apologize, I'm not going to throw it to you. Just There should be safety here. If you don't feel safe nowhere else, yeah. you need yeah. to feel safe here yeah. at home. So the world, whether we're talking today or not, you're safe here. And especially as, especially, especially as black people, I agree. especially 100%. as black people, we need a safe space. Yes. And... If and our relationships in our community are struggling because we are struggling with providing a safe place for each other. Correct. You know, and so women feel unprotected out there and men feel. uh, And, you know, and I'm going to. It's funny. Everybody feels unprotected. It's funny. Well, (laughs) and this is what I and what I want to want to say. And this may be very unpopular. I believe that men are a lot more unprotected. And this is why. Because even with women, they're always attached to something. Mm -hmm. If some type of women's support or even the support of your children. When men are out there, 
they're just out there. And it's people look at us as, well, they're men. And, you know, I remember my father, uh, uh, to, to kind of shorten up, my he bought my sister a car. And I was, you know, struggling at the time. And I actually needed a car to get off the bus and going back and forth to work. So I asked my dad, I said, hey, can you help me with the down payment to the car? And he said, you know what? You're a man figure it out and so it's to the point to where we have conditioned people to think that black men are supposed to be this like bull in society to where they're supposed to be able to handle everything at every turn and i believe now because there's not enough men to teach men and they have been raised by women Mm -hmm that they are a lot more unequipped to handle the hardships of life and what society deals with it. And so they are maybe, if not the most unprotected being right now in society. Black women are a lot more educated now. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more professional now. And we're not. You know, I mean, the average black man is a laborer, mm-hmm. you know, and probably makes, I mean, a, a decent, a de- a, the average decent black man makes somewhere from, what, 20 to $25 an hour, you know, and that's a decent, you mm-hmm. know, but that's the, that's the high end for your average black man. I don't even completely disagree with you, and actually I think in one of my segments, um, I had said that there's no safe space for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I genuinely believe that. I said I have you know, uncles and nephews and cousins and um, I see it, you know, and, and they say that the most unprotected is the black ones. And, but like I said, no, we are more educated and we are, they're quick, we're quicker to get loans or we're quicker to get, you know, office jobs and stuff that y'all aren't able to get. No, but I don't completely disagree with you. And even though it is a very unpopular opinion, it's first of all, men across the board of every race have to put on this whole emotion. Even if you talk to your white counterparts, they will yeah. tell you, no, no, but my wife said it won't do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's a running joke because it's a running joke in their homes too. Mm-hmm. It just sucks for y'all because y'all don't have the resources that, that the white have. have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you pay somebody. Right, right, because they have the resources. <laughs> and that's why it sucks even harder for you because even working, though it's men across, right, men across <laughs> the board have been forced to shut down their emotions and have been forced to shut down their healing and have been forced to shut down themselves to work. So we're just time bombs. Right. And then now we have the black man who has no resources. And, guess where and we no exploded. outlet. And now we don't even have proper wives because our wives have been forced to have babies by themselves. And now I have to be the stepdad. And this woman is overly masculine. And it's all this other stuff. And so now you guys have no safe place to go. When I said, at least they have the resources. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, no, I don't complain, though it is very unpopular. I agree. I don't disagree. <laughs> I personally don't disagree with you. And I've had this argument with multiple of my black women friends who disagree with me. And I'm like, no, I've watched it. I live with, you know, I live with my father, a black man, and had to hear what he has to go through at home. Yeah. You know, I mean, at work, because my mom was good to him, but I had to hear, you know, I had to go to work, and I had to do this, and I had to do that. And watching her provide a safe space for him is where I learned that, oh, y'all don't have that, and we are supposed to be mm-hmm. that, yeah, I because my the world about is trash. Yeah. I talk to my company about it all the time, because I help them understand, as a black man, I have to suppress who I am every day when I walk up in here. You guys don't have to do that. Y'all get to be you. You get to be who you are. But if Marvin, the Marvin that did not clock in at five in the morning came up in here, y'all be like, you know, yeah, too aggressive. You don't, you don't fit the culture right. of this place, you know. And so I've, I've, I've opened the door, and I've, I've, you know, 
You good? Go ahead, yeah. And so I'm loud, and you know, I'm I became like the life of the party in my sector, and but it's like um, that you have to be the clown. But that, that's but, the part but, you well, have to bring. But that's who I work. am already. Okay. I'll so that's that's the thing. That's who yeah. I am already. So I was, I was able to do that, right. and it, and I fit in like, um, and so and they talked to me about that, yeah. like, uh, one. I, he's one of one. He's real, real good guy. His name's Shad, and he always would come to me and he would talk to me about what is it like being a black man in corporate America, trying to fit in because it seems like you can't be yourself. Like, right. why is that? You know. And he wants to have those conversations, and my management they want to have those conversations, and I help them understand the difference because you know a, a lot of this is a recent awareness because everybody was sitting still and seeing the country go through all this racial adversity, and so Asian hate and all this stuff was at the and you know I have a, a, a higher up he, he was he's Japanese and you know he was talking about that and I I wanted to help them understand like even then when you look around there's a lot more people that look like you than people that look like me and see what you guys do is you guys convolute the american experience when y'all help black people you feel as long as you help somebody that looks black if they're from africa or from somewhere else you've done your job but i want you to help you understand is that the african experience and the black american experience are two different things and if you don't get that then you're not really helping the problem. And what I want you to understand and what I want people to understand, and I've, I've been in our Zoom meetings of hundreds of people and I've taught them this. I want, I want black people like me to know that there's no glass ceiling for them. Mm-hmm. So whatever I have to do to continue to move up in this Let's company, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Right. Because I want people to look in here and say somebody like them is in this office. Right. Like, And right now, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so they've been, we've been very I've been making sure that they're very proactive on creating that space for me and making sure that that's happening and that we're not just talking about it, that's but we're good. making it be, uh, we're making it happen because I look at, I look at the company and there's a handful of black, it's funny because we have a running joke. Actually, all of our birthdays was in October and it's that many of us to know that it's probably like six of us. So we all have a birthday in the same month. And it was, so we have this little running jokes like, you know, it's only so many of us, you know, like, so we try to, and we try to recognize that with each other. We celebrate each other's birthdays and we do that. Mm-hmm. But when you look around here, Mexicans and, 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 and Asians and stuff like that, the culture around there, like they cook each other breakfast and all that. And they make sure all of them are taken care of and, all that they do big kibashes and break room for each other's birthdays and i try to help them understand see you guys created a culture around here to where they have a safe space at work but you know what does it look like for us sitting in the corner with six people celebrating nobody else celebrate with us true when they got 30 40 people in the break room celebrating you know like make it make it to where you guys aren't just talking about racial equity mm-hmm. but it's actually being it's actually a proof in the pudding when people look at us they say you know what this is actually very equally divided when you talk about race and we're doing the things and for everybody else everybody. that not just one group everybody. or other that's true that's a good that's a good point um and on that on that note we're going to kick it to this last topic uh Last one is my favorite, uh, that, but that won't ever happen, is Missy versus Busta 
in his verses. And uh I don't know why it wouldn't happen. I don't think it will. I think it would be one of the dopest verses. I ever. think it would be one of the dopest verses. But I wouldn't be anti. It would be the best one. But it wouldn't be so and I think this is why it won't happen. Because content wise, like as far as like bar for bar, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be one of those verses. It is. Uh, it's a visual verse. That's what I, I was thinking. It could be the first video versus. Like we could do but the how first. Do you pull that off because guess what? Bus's big ass is not going to come out. And what he was wearing is. Do you I really want to party with me? <laughs> with me? See, what you got. But, because that's what. That's what. Because that's how you're going to. That's the only way you're going to be able to pull it off. You can't just put a screen of that up there and have buses with his big ass standing in front of that and some Balenciaga T-shirt trying to like. That's not going, you know. But I know, you know, Missy gonna come out and she gonna have the blow up because she has. She has. I can't stand the rain. She has. She has de-aged. Oh man, no, no, she looks way. She's in way more shape. So she will dance bust up. That's probably why it's not gonna happen. He can't keep up with her. (laughs) She will. She will. will run circles around Buster, and uh, because even in her new, uh, I mean, in her new. But you remember not not too long ago, she did one of those uh, music awards where she did one of her. She wouldn't run yeah. him off the stage. Yeah, but he's been performing a lot. His, but he's not. In, but he's not in shape. That's true. It's not that type of perform. Buster got so much, so many current stuff that he don't really have to dig in his back like that. And if he did, it's not like a full song. It's probably maybe a couple bars, something like that, just a, to let people remix, know yeah. I've been in this for a long time. But he got so much. A-Rab money is 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 almost like a throwback. A-Rab, A-Rab money's a throwback that now. That is true, yeah. And so, is. like, he got he, his catalog, and that's past the visual buster. Mm-hmm. Like, but the it, visual, we talking about. But split star is, and we talking about flip mode, split star, that Buster versus that Missy because Missy's always been in this bag. She hasn't yeah. really stepped outside that bag. Buster has. And so that's the only difference with it. I don't think his visual arts can really compete with hers because when it comes to her catalog. Yeah, he stopped he stopped innovating his videos versus she always yeah. like yeah. all all of hers. But I think it would be, I know he had said something about them setting something had like they had kind of set one up but then she had I don't know if he made mention to her backing out or if if Swiss had made mention or Timberland had said uh, she didn't want to and Bone Thugs but I don't think they have I don't think Bone has 20 do you think Bone has 20 what Bone, do you think Bone Thugs and Harmony has twenty like twenty records that we? And well, you they don't have to, okay. They don't have to, they don't have to have twenty records. They don't have to be. They don't have to be records we know either. Like yes, a lot and, of it's a, play and it's stuff. A, and it's an era thing. True, because that was, they were the competition for the era because it was crucial conflict. But when they go against somebody else, though, no, yeah, I, was gonna say, I don't think I want to see them with Twister. I don't want to see them no. with Twister. What are you talking about? It's I don't want to see them with it's Twister. It's a comparison of styles. True, but I don't want to see Bone Thug against it Twister. Was just a, See, what people don't understand is, and that's where I think we're getting twisted at, is they're the same. When they came out, they were each other's competition because Twister was in crucial conflict at that time. And Bone Thugs, so that's what the beef was because they both were fast rappers, and so that's what the whole thing was at that time. It would make for a great versus. 
I don't know. I wouldn't want. I would. I would. I don't want to see Crucial Conflict. All right. But you. It wouldn't I, have. That's why I said Twister. Oh, I can see Twister. Bone Thugs because what happens is, is Twister can throw a Crucial Conflict song in there, mm-hmm. but he could also do his own catalog versus Bone Thugs catalog. Yeah. And that's why I said Twister versus Bone Thugs versus Crucial Conflict versus Bone Thugs. I mean, I don't know who Bone Thug could go. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to see. I know. I want to see. Uh, that's why I said Twister. Outcast versus. I could see. I, I, I said this the other day. Outcast versus Buster, only yeah. because there's nah. no there's no duo in hip no. that's ever been that could that could go up against Outcast. No, it's not fair. How's that not fair though? Because they got group hits and then, and then they, they did the double hits. albums and all that type of stuff to where they, I mean, they were together but they weren't, you know. So it's like doubling up. Like that's not fair. They got hits galore, bro. Who would who would you put against Buster then? If it wasn't Missy, who would you put against Buster? Because I feel like he. I hear this. If it's not Missy, then who? Because yeah. that's the only person. I mean, when you start looking at her production credits and then her songs and then everything i think that she would honestly only be the only person to kind of match up with him no you know okay i don't so, think it's fair i think she blow him out the water you think so yeah with buster you think she'll blow him out the, i think she'll blow him out with no, her because of, because, so her writing no no because what we've seen in locks versus dipset is that sometimes it has nothing to do with the hits that are out but who's able now to control the crowd. True. And when Jada Kiss, Jada Kiss was the master of that crowd. Absolutely. And that's why they hands down won that versus. So what, what's going to happen is Missy is going to control that crowd. You think by that, far. You think because you're not going to be able to beat her visual acts. You think they will be. But but everything okay, that, everything that she does. She's, she's everything that she does. Yeah, she has more the, every, hits. Kids. She's a lot so more everything that her so visual acts is going to come with. Something that's going to make you want to dance too. Right. That's true. But don't you. He got. I feel like. it. I feel like it, it's going to be because. He's not a hard. He's not a hard match for no reason. And I feel like. He has. The best hype man of all time. He's a better hype man. Spliff Star is a better hype man than Flavor Flav. He's, he has more hits now post Spliff Star than he does with Spliff Star, which is the problem because, because he's not going to be able – say Spliff Star does come out. He, no, he, he'll come out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you do your couple hits with your Spliff Star, right? No, I think you're going to do all of them with him. Cause he's, like he's, I said, he's been you do your with couple him. hits with Spliff Star because the rest of your catalog – it's split starless. Oh. <laughs> so you do your couple hits with split star. What else do you got that's gonna compete with the show that Missy's going to put on? I don't. That's something. Because I don't, what are you gonna do? You gonna do the little, uh, the little, the, the little cipher he did with Papoose and all them? You just gonna do your little versions of it? That was a good song, though. It was, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but I think so I, I the think only it, thing you could do is have everybody. That was on the version of that song. <laughs> oh, come out in your verses. <laughs> but you don't think you don't think he would bring out. I think he. I, the thing about it is, I think Missy wins because of the song she's written. I I I think they're equally matched in the in the hits they have. I think she she might win in the songs that she's written that we're just like, you wrote that. That's what's gonna happen that's too. Gonna happen. And gonna because that's why Diddy. That's why they won't do a verse with Diddy. Well, I I think Jermaine Dupri wins that one. I don't disagree. 
Oh, I think Jermaine Dupri. No, Dupree. so so no, no. Or let me. That's why Diddy won't do the verse. Oh yeah. <laughs> because Jermaine yeah, Dupri was gonna blow him out the wall. And he, and I think he he was he was. You trying to come with that all about the bitch? I mean, he go. Yeah. He, he was, could just play money anything, and that's squash. You hear me? I mean, it's nothing, and I it, think he 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 accepted the battle. No, but I think he got. You will have to cheat. I think, but I think Big, he had to, to play a bunch of Biggie records. I th- that's what I think too, and I, I, I think there should be a limit. You should you should only get four of the same artist. I don't disagree with that because he, he played he could play all Dilly's uh, Big's stuff, yeah. but then when you start thinking about Mariah, yeah. when you start thinking about all uh, the Brad and all the other stuff that JD has, it's kind of like Mariah. Which, you Christmas? And Diddy already blew his load. Yeah. Diddy already blew his load. already blew his low because when it was on the call, he started playing all the hits. And and JD was like, why are you doing that? Like, save that for it. Yeah. I ain't playing nothing. Yeah. Like, what do and, you mean? And I also think Jermaine Dupree embarrassed Diddy a little bit yeah. when he said, he was like, I'm on the list you can't buy yourself on. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on, I'm in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yeah. You, can't you can't buy, buy your way in. in, in right. J- and Diddy's like, oh, way. Yep. you can't just produce your way to this, Pim. Yep, you can't He's just like, ad lib your way to this. We ain't talking about you know just go in the studio and say sound like this. Yep. No, <laughs> I'm talking about the words that was sung. I wrote. I wrote. So. Money ain't a thing. <laughs> 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 you uh, yeah. And you me tell you something? If that wasn't the hardest flex yeah. by anybody yeah. that's even attempted to talk about a versus, because JD... Uh, yeah, it was. And and it, it wasn't even like... Any- I, I felt like everybody else. I don't even know why we talking about it. JD, just just bring Janet. Just bring just Janet. This, that's all we want to know. Yeah. Just bring Janet. We don't. I don't care... Stop talking about this versus. Let's make sure that this happened and make sure you bring Janet. That's all I want. I just want you to bring Janet, you know? And that's it. This is it. You what know? if Puffy brings J-Lo? That's not happening. We know J-Lo. Is <laughs> <laughs> she back with Ben? Jenny's ben, not yeah, from, yeah, Jenny's exactly. not from yeah, the yeah. block. Ben, Jenny be, says she ben ain't from the block like, no more. Yeah. Jenny from the block, but she ain't from the block no more. <laughs> even talking about them, even their hits, uh, I don't like none of J-Lo's music. True. I'm still trying to think though, who could Buster really go with? I think I I think Eminem said no. I think Eminem said no. Eminem wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't, it wouldn't be fair. Be fair it wouldn't have been. He would smash Eminem. I think so because the only reason why is Eminem doesn't have hits like that. yeah he has his yeah it's just all lyrical miracle type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not he ain't gonna don't nobody want to uh, lose Slim yourself shade, yeah. in the music yeah, and yeah. lose it and and throw up your mom's spaghetti. What <laughs> 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 but. I'm trying to think. That I don't think there's really any artist. There's not. I, I don't think. DJ Cali. Uh, he, but he would have to literally bring out. But he would, he'd be bringing out everybody. And even on. then, I don't. I think he wants to go up against a DJ because I think even then. Maybe he, 50 Cent. Really? He got Magic Stick. Candy shop, but he in the club. But if you look at his, if you look and at he got some, he got some, he got some heaters from his early on in his career. But yeah. if you get Richard Die trying, his that whole thing was a heater. Was and then G Unit, you feel me? They had mad heaters. Now if him and Young Buck can get, you know, man, I'm saying, but but you know they I, got some heaters. I think oh, the problem, he, I think 50 Cent wants us to look at him like he's. A mogul now. A mogul now, and he doesn't want to do that. Like that's probably why. But, but you're but not Jay Z. You asked me who. I was 50 no, no. And, one of those but I don't think I, think I don't think he wants to go. I don't think he would do Busta 
because I don't think he, he, it would have been tough for him to beat Ja Rule. Who? 50? 50. It would have been tough for him to beat Ja Rule. If Hell you, no. If you look at if you look at hit for hit, you look at hit for hit, it would have been hard for him to beat. I think 50 would have pulled that out. It would have hit hard for him to beat. You got, what you don't realize is we're talking about King Petty. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think that, that 50 Cent would have got a versus ja? with Ja <laughs> and not – because we're, we're – reali- like I just said, it's not about sometimes about the amount of hits you got. True. If you can control the crowd, and we know King Petty can control – we're talking about the man who at a Ja Rule show bought up all the tickets <laughs> in the front – But I think Ja Rule in that sense, because when we saw him with Fat Joe, Mm -hmm. we saw a a subdued. I think he would have done a similar Jada to to 50 Cent. Okay, but we're talking about Fat Joe. No, that's what I'm saying. I think think we're talking about Fat Joe. Yeah. But Jared, we're talking about Fat Joe. Yeah, but Fat Joe didn't. We are talking about (laughs) Fat Joe. But what I'm saying is, is that. He, I think he would have done we better. We are talking about Fat <laughs> Joe. But there's a lot of people that didn't want right. to go up against Fat hey, Joe. Crack, love Crack. He is a personality. Yeah. Love him. One of the realest. But Crack got more features on everybody else's stuff than the hits that he got. True. And let's be real. Crack wouldn't be Crack Without if pun, pun did not die. Yeah. Right. Let's be real. So... No, that, that fifty would have smashed crack. No, I'm saying no. That's what I'm saying. So Jay Rule can compete with crack because fifty would have crack I, can't compete with fifty. There's no way Joe would have been able to compete with fifty. I don't know. I, I don't think know. I got some really cool hits, but I still think I prefer 50s features. I, no, I, I, no, you, pre- I, you prefer yeah. a lot of people prefer Ja Rule. I'm, I'm sorry, 50 yeah, over Ja Rule for sure. For sure. Album, yeah. The album "Get Rich or Die Trying" alone would have beat Crack. <sighs> alone, uh, bro. I remember playing that thing, bangers all the way through, <laughs> <laughs> all the way through. It went 55. Just went, you know. Are we talking about Wangster? All that. But if you go past that album, he don't have too many more good. He don't have too many more really good hits. Yeah, he got some. He ain't got that many. He got enough. <laughs> <laughs> he got but, enough. But I don't think he. I don't think he. Would and you got to realize we talking about fifty. We don't know what fifty got his hands on in because, like you said, he a mogul. He might pull out something, something that he wrote. I was saying we have to think about because uh, they count producer credits too. Didn't he just do that Pop Smoke stuff uh, last year and this year, which the first amazing albums, by the way. Yeah. And so we have to pull out all those catalogs. She too. went up with and the then, that's the new stuff. That that thing so we came out of my mind. We're talking about producer credits too. We have to remember, yeah, aren't true. those his? And then so. everybody else. So I personally, I think he might have got that one. He got oh. BMF, and I'm pretty sure that got a soundtrack to it. So that's maybe. He could have played the he could have played the the intro to power. Bro, I'm just saying, like, but I don't. There's I, no. I mean, we ain't gonna take. I mean, John had a couple. He had two really cool hot songs. But I know. But I don't think but he needed. I don't, I don't he think, needed. He needed in order for him to pull off most of his stuff. Who do he need? He needed Shanti. Of course. 
Okay, but that's like saying that's the same thing as saying fifty needs. No, uh, that's like being a Pokemon. That's like <laughs> ass catching. It's like ass catching. The only way you could battle is you throw your little Pokeball out and you just, Pikachu come out. Pikachu. <laughs> you ain't right. You ain't right. I'm just saying. You ain't right. And Shanti, you fine, but come on. Man, you better than that. That girl's so bad. She done got badder. Badder. She done got badder. She went from being average to like, man, badder. And, uh, it's, when she broke up with Nelly, it's like she got finer every- That's what it takes. A good breakup like, to do it to you. Every mm-hmm. day after that, she got finer. Like, True. That was her revenge. And well, plus Instagram- uh, really, people they these pictures they put up, you'd be you like, know, be from Taraji. You know, I just seen was with Angela Bassett. I was like, right, Oh, yeah, man, and whatever grace, let me tell you, she got. I'm gonna need a, some of that. And she's she's the highest paid Angela actress. Bassett. She's, I she's the highest Angela, paid black actress. I just actress. seen a picture of her. I wanted to make Angela Bassett pregnant, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure she can't even have babies. I'm just saying, I just, she's a whole husband, she, but I'm gonna need yeah, to no, I know. I know. <laughs> she's, she's the highest man. paid black actress in. TV history. I think she, she looked like she had she looked like she had a BBL. Or I don't know yeah. what she. No, I'm saying I was she had she had accepted this award and she turned around yeah, and I, I was yeah, like, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angela, did you uh, did y'all summon Stella? Because she got her groove back in the back. And I'm just saying I was like I didn't know. Whew. I need that grace. I need that aging grace. Whatever potion she taking. I know. And I want that. Whatever prayer you prayed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Angela. Whatever prayed you prayed. That's what I need. That's Sierra prayer. Nah. What? Don't talk about it. What'd you say? Did you say Sierra? That's Sierra. All the people talking about the Sierra prayer. Oh, you made resolutions. Get the hell out of here. So when you at, but what? Back to the relationship stuff. But she had talked about it because I remember her in an interview. Someone had asked her, "Well, what'd you pray?" She was like, "For me." Mm-hmm. I didn't pray for him. I prayed that God would help me and my son and my situation. So I don't understand why I need to. selfish. Right. Well, not to make her better. You know what I'm saying? So when you did give in, you know, my husband to me, it could be better. But no, I prayed for me to help me get better, to help me get healthier, to help me do this, help me do that. And so I'm like, all you women are asking for the secret, for the prayer. If you listen to her, she said she prayed for herself yeah. to be healthier. Mm-hmm. She said she prayed for herself to come out she better. She didn't say, Lord, bring me this man. She didn't say, Lord, God, bring me a good husband. Half of y'all ain't ready yeah. to be blessed with the husband that you're praying for. Let's get that out the way now. Half of y'all are still in the future mode. Right. So half of y'all ain't really ready for that. So and then y'all want to come to a dude like me when y'all got like five babies. Got like three babies' dads and be like, "Well, I'm ready to get it right." Well, I mean, well, yeah, my boyfriend said he's got a bunch of kids and aggravating. Fell out laughing. He's like, "Nah, y'all want to come to us with a bunch of kids and aggravating." And then I feel, and then and and society makes me feel bad for feeling that way. Like, no, like you should feel horrible about it. You should take whatever. Like, nah, no, no, no. 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 Let me tell you I'm not about to take you and your five kids. I'm not about to bring you anything that I don't expect. I'm not bringing you a bunch of kids and a bunch of baby daddy drama. Then please don't bring me a bunch of kids and a bunch son, of baby mama drama. He's 13. Drama. I don't, she don't come with, we don't come with a None headache. So don't. We don't come with a headache. So you shouldn't have fun. That's it. I have a little girl. She's 11. Mm-hmm. Me and my baby's dad get along enough. Mm-hmm. And so when uh, my boyfriend doesn't have any kids. So when he came into the situation, he was like, no, this is cool. Y'all, y'all get along enough. Your kid yeah. is well behaved. Ain't no problems. 
And I feel like that's the way it should be. And not slamming people who have multiple kids. You know, do what you, I mean, situations happen, divorces happen, and, you know, death and all that. I'm not bashing people who have multiple kids. But at the same time, then don't get mad when someone says, I would rather not. Yeah, because no. you have to expect that bash. sometimes they don't, don't nobody want, sometimes no. they don't, people don't want that. But don't, and that's okay. Well, I think what it is is now don't, don't spend all your time chasing the wrong parts of a relationship and then the and then that materializing and then you expect somebody to come and play Mr. Clean and fix it up and That's fix it. all that and it's like this is not what it is like cuz I I don't know if I just look like stepdad or something like that it's like these girls with all the kids be coming to me and be like dang you know how many kids you got oh I got like four it's like well well, it's it's and, one and, thing and, to come in and be like well, that. I have I have these kids. I think that that that's one thing. And you you have the right to say what? no. I don't want to date somebody with four kids. I I, I don't want I don't want no, to date somebody with this. No, it's not about. So I would be fine with that if your mentality about it was different. Yeah, because if you say I come with four kids, all this stuff, this stuff, this drama, like you're like, wait, hold on, like no, I gotta. No. My I gotta, thing is, is this is where I this is my issue. There was some, there was probably multiple men out there that you were very loyal to, that you treated like the up with the utmost respect, like a king, and the product of this is them dogging you out. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get to me, not only do you expect that you're going to change your approach with how you treat a man. But you want me to change my approach on how I treat you. And I think that's where the problem becomes. Is because, see, because this is what happens, and I probably can speak for a lot of men out there that have been in my position. We're, we hear the stories of your past relationships with the person that you've had a kid with because, one, more times than not, they're going to be in your life forever. Mm-hmm. So we hear the stories of that. But in those stories, we hear the level of dedication that you've had to them. And somewhere in between them and me, that's died down. So when you talk about uh, masculine women Mm -hmm. and a dude coming in trying, now you're trying to be everything that the relationship needs, and I'm just here. Mm -hmm. You know? So what's the purpose of me being here? So my thing is, is that once women and a lot of those women change their mindset, because it usually doesn't happen where mm-hmm. you have a person maybe had a kid and then that relationship doesn't work out. If you're not going out mass producing kids with other people after that, you're pretty more likely in healthy, you know, in a healthy position. Once you start going out and mass producing kids with different partners and all that it's type of stuff, producer. you're putting yourself. You bring yourself, I believe, in dangerous territories because now what you're saying is, is I've continued to make myself vulnerable to people, but they've dogged me out. So now I'm no longer making myself vulnerable to anybody. Yet I still want to make myself open to people. Mm-hmm. So now, now every time you date somebody, they're not getting the full you. They're only getting the sections of you that you're allowing them to get. And how long did and they get it for however long that that lasts because it 
I'm gonna be 100 percent of the time. That's not lasting forever. And if it does last till if somebody's leaving there in a body bag, I guarantee you that, or in handcuffs. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, it, if that be the case, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, Ja Rule is winning. Which ja? Where's Ja? Verse fifty. He needs. A, I need Ja to answer my He's relationship. He's still answering. Uh, I'm gonna need him to keep answering for Firefest before we try to get him to do. He didn't. Well, he's. Sure. They, they got a where's Ja? They got a Ja segment now on the guys on his truth. So he's oh, yeah. answering for everything <laughs> now on for Charlemagne's channel. But, uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. That's the funny thing. Like, uh, but yeah, I I don't think I don't know Buster. I don't think anybody's gonna go against him. Like. And the people who we think have enough. He's been around too long, man. I agree. Because I, I don't even think LL. And it's people like those. I don't think they would go against him. Well, I can see. We, LL can because. So it's like LL. So if you think about it, LL in his career music-wise probably had been around as long as Busta had been. But it was different generation. Yeah. So so at now the verses wouldn't do him no justice because most of the crowd wouldn't have any idea of, of the LL hits, yeah. Aged out, too. Yeah. He said rap don't even sound like that no more. True. Bro. Like, he couldn't, it's not even the right sound. No. We yeah. couldn't get, that would be horrible for verses. Yeah. Just that whole, well, they did a, then the KRS one versus okay. Big Daddy Kane. Okay. That was, but, and that was good, but they were, but, but they're from yeah. the same, but they're from the same, the, era. The same era. era. So, and I guarantee you, it was a bunch of suits. And it was a bunch of Easter suits and all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't no, it wasn't no Easter suits. Karis one still had his T-shirt on. He don't had for twenty no, years. I'm talking about the, the audience. Oh no, it was it was a bunch of hip hop people. It was in New York. I think it was New York. I think so. It was a lot of older folks. They had to go to bed soon though. It was a bunch of rose petal folks. No. <laughs> a bunch of people from that time. Just yeah. Or or La Familia. Yeah. La Familia. Pretty much. Yeah, La Familia. Well, all right. We're about to get out of here. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Blackview Podcast. Thank you, Amber, for being on the show. Are we going to be here next week? Uh, yeah. I just had to ask. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we uh, took a vacation. Is that what we're going to call it? Vacation. We was on vacation we was for on a vacation couple weeks. We was on vacation for a couple, we couple weeks, yeah. We only do this one day a week, but we had to take two weeks vacation. It was overwhelming for the one day that we did. Because the light-skinned... We call that's what we call her. Really? The light, because <laughs> her tendencies be. That's her tendencies be light skin in a mug. Is she not light skin? No, she, she is. <laughs> but her tendencies. But I wasn't trying to say <laughs> it, okay? Because I'm the rude one. Okay? Her tendencies. I'm the rude one, and so I do not say things of this nature. I'm, I'm rude in the text chat. I learned that. Oh, yeah. I just stopped. I just stopped responding in the text chat. That was funny. We'll see y'all next week. Take it easy. Peace.